Love the Pilot Boys podcast? Support us on Patreon. Supporters can pledge as little as $1. We have some cool perks on there. Check out www.patreon.com forward slash Pilot Boys podcast. Show us some love today. Welcome to High Altitude, your weekly dose of growth mindset. This is a conversation series where we discuss deep topics from a high altitude. We're your hosts, the Shree Bros. I'm Shree, and I'm accompanied by my brother, Shreether. And we're two brothers that make content that elevates your mind and speaks to your soul. It's time for takeoff. Let's get it. So today's topic is getting 1% better every day. So what, is it, what does it mean to get 1% better every day? Well, so for me, getting 1% better every day, first of all, is a mantra that I live by mainly because this is how compound, you know, impact happens. For example, if you take a small action every single day, over time, the compound effect of taking that action repeatedly and getting the reps in will put you at such a much better position. And that's crazy, right? So getting better every single day, getting 1% better every day, that's something that I live by to a T, mainly because that's the key to success. That's the key. Right, right. I'm putting that muscle, right? It's just like working out. Like every time you hit that, hit the, hit the gym, every time you hit a workout, you build that, build that muscle and you like get marginally better each time, right? But when you look at yourself and you look at your progress like over a three-month, six-month, nine-month year, you know, you get the point. When you look through those different time spans, you see that the progress you that you receive is definitely a compound of all of these marginal like changes in mm-hmm. your body, right? And those marginal body come from the marginal like increase in your weights that you use, the workouts that you right. do, you know, and all those things add up and they really, really have a huge huge outcome 100 percent. so getting one percent better every day let's break that down there's two ways to do this one way to do this is to improve what you're currently working on that's working well right the other way to do it is to remove obstacles from your path or remove things that um, are hurting your performance as opposed to helping you so those are two two of the biggest ways that you can improve, you know, doubling down on something that's working. For example, let's say you're stre- you start stretching for 15 minutes and you see that that's actually giving you such a big impact. It might be better for you to spend, let's say, 20 minutes instead of 15 minutes stretching. And that's right. That's doubling down on, you know, something that's working. That's one of the ways of improving Let's say, for example, eliminating something that's hurting you, that's like eating junk food, for example, you know, to eating junk food or eating food that just doesn't make you feel good. Let's say you eliminate one of those cheat meals that you have for the week. 
you've just now eliminated something that was in your path, was in your way. You've suddenly gotten 1% better if you're able to do something like that. So right. that's the two ways that you can really get 1% better. And I think it's it has to be measurable, right? The first step is truly you have to figure out what things are important to you that you're measuring. And that starts with really figuring out what what makes you happy. See, for me, for example, one of the things that I measure is active time, daily active time. I'm trying to stay active throughout the day, but also collectively, I'm trying to at least hit about an hour and a half of activity per day. So I, I have a metric that I can track, which tells me how well I'm doing. So unless something is measurable... I really don't think that, um, you know, y- you don't even know if you're improving or not, if you're not measuring metrics. So I think that's, that's huge is like, yeah. if you want to first improve every day, first figure out what metrics that you're actually going to measure that are going to determine your success could be time spent doing mindfulness. You know, I think that's, that's a huge right. thing. I think self-improvement is a big thing because uh, it's, it's a big space and it sometimes can be really difficult to figure out what you should truly be working on. But I think, you know, like looking at mindfulness as an activity as a whole is hugely helpful. Looking at movement and activity and just physical, physical activity as a type of thing is also huge as well. Um, you know, but I also think there's reading and writing time, you know, uh, outside of that. So there's, there's a variety of different ways that you can improve yourself, but it really just depends on make sure you're measuring it, make sure that you're tracking your goals. And, you know, that way you can really truly see if you're improving or not. So I think this is huge. I think you should wake up and and ask yourself, how can I get 1% better every day? You know, Benjamin Franklin said, little strokes fell great oaks. And that's huge, right? It's like, you can chip away at this big, big mountain of a thing, step by step, soon you will be at the peak. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's how everyone does it. And that's how we really see true change. And I 100% agree with the whole fact that you were talking about when you were saying, we have to be able to measure a tangible thing, right? It can't just be like, oh, I'm doing X amount and getting better. Like you, if you don't know what you're actually improving or what you need to improve and you're just blindly going for it and you don't even see that this is the amount of improvement you get, it's very difficult to be able to measure and then see how much change you've been seeing. And along with that, how much change you can further see yep. in your life. That's the compound effect. So completely agree with that. Every right. little action has a massive compound effect because each action gives you that much more momentum and drives you that much more forward. So I think that's huge. You know, one thing I saw, you know, that I'll talk about is in, in the book, Atomic Habits, you know, they talk about the fact that if you get 1% better every single day, you're actually able to get 37% better as a whole on the metrics that you're tracking in the, in a year, in 365 days. So one small action compounded over 365 days can result in a 37% improvement in that skill or in that, like in that metric. So 
Wow. No, that's huge, right? That's huge. So yeah. it's just like huge. It's just huge. like anything else that you know, we think that maybe doing a small positive thing might not have that big of an impact. But truly it can and truly right. it does. You know, like for example, you know, if if you're talking about a ship, you know, changing the course of a ship one degree can completely change the destination of that ship. And so yeah. Like small improvements, small tweaks, small uh, changes are the root of our success. They're going to be the root of our success. And ultimately it comes down to, you know, setting ourselves up in an environment of great habits, getting into a situation where we're consistently doing the high impact activities where we're constantly learning. We're constantly learning and constantly picking up stuff because the, the activity that has the highest ROI in life is learning. You know, the more you learn, the more you can, the more your mind is even completely opened up to other new ideas. And that's, that's everything. Especially if you want to improve and be the best version of yourself, you have to tap in and you have to measure, measurably improve yourself by 1% every day. Honestly, I think that like even getting margin better each day, 1%, um, starts with, as you were saying earlier, like getting into a good headspace, right? So like being able to do all these different things, even going about like seeing what you can change and all those things is very difficult to do when you're not in the state of mind to think properly, right? And that's all about getting yourself into a rhythm, getting yourself into like a nice flow state. And meditate, meditating in the morning can really, really drive that because when we meditate in the morning, we are very clear headed. And when we start to look at our problems or issues at hand or tasks at hand, we're able to problem solve much more efficiently than we would when our heads are cluttered, when we're thinking about a thousand things at once. And honestly, what you said earlier about working out is another thing because that also is a good way to clear your headspace, just getting your energy, releasing your releasing your energy, like getting yourself moving, right. getting your body flowing. All those can drive that 1% better each day and lead to insane amounts of impact on, li- on your life. 100%. You know, that, that really makes me think of, you know, Mamba mentality. You know, think about think about the power right. of compounding practice, compounding time when, you know, Kobe wakes up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. and is at the gym and he's spending those extra hours putting in the practice, building the muscle memory, getting to a point of, you know, mastery over his craft. That is the time that if you scale that over several years can create a massive difference. So really just comparing who Kobe was before he put in that work to who he had, who he became right through that process. That's all that matters. You know, I truly think one thing, one other thing is that comparison is the thief of joy. And so, you, you know, if you compare yourself to other people's success, then unfortunately you're always going to come up feeling, you know, um, like, you know, uh, you're going to feel depressed. Ultimately, you're going to feel FOMO. You're going to feel like you're not making as much progress as you should be. 
when in reality, we're all on our own yeah. trajectory. So you can't compare yourself to other people. Unfortunately, social media also contributes to this because we just see other people's highlight reels and and that makes right. us feel a certain way. But truly, that's just a certain sliver of their life that they're showing us. You're, you're only seeing what they, they show you. You're only seeing... Right. It- and that leaves people very self-conscious because they themselves feel unfulfilled and they feel like they're less than other people. But at the end of the day, when we are able to remove distractions like social media, like we can see massive change in just our state of being, which in turn, like domino effects right into our work ethic and right into who we are as our people and how we interact with other people. Absolutely. Right? And how fulfilled about ourselves and about our lives at the end of the day, right? And all that comes from just like being fulfilled with how, who we are as ourselves and not having to get external happiness from doing things to show other people that we're doing things. That is really just useless. Doing things to do things because we love them is where we can grow and where we see real change because we won't ever see real change unless we actually like what we're doing, right? And that's another thing that like, like, it's like staying in line with what you enjoy and what you actually like, rather than what people want you to do, or what is seen as beneficial or what is seen as mainstream, or popping at the moment, you know, it's just about what your true passion is at the end of the day. And social media does influence that as well. And a lot of people think that doing specific jobs makes them cooler or makes them like, you know, like a specific status. And that's the reason they choose it. And they end up hating their lives as rich as they are, you know, and it's just, it's just not as like, that's not the change we want to see. We want to see where we love our lives and where we love love others around us as well. Oh, of course. hundred percent. You know, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure, you know? And I think, I think that's huge because You know, um, if you think about it, you can be at a point of success externally where all these people are giving you praise and you have everything that other people want, yet you're not happy. Right. <laughs> the thing is, happiness yeah. is a choice. And every day we wake up and we choose to whether, choose as to whether we want to be happy or whether we want to be unhappy. And it's just a matter of perspective. As to, you know, whether we're grateful or we're irritated that, that day or, you know, and the successful habits, part of the successful habits is priming yourself to be grateful at different times throughout the day. Because right. if you're grateful, meditate, if you're grateful for the little things, right? And you can, me- you can meditate, you can journal, you can talk to a friend, you can talk to yourself. Right. One yeah. big thing that I've been seeing that's huge that we've started to do is talk to ourselves in the mirror. We started talking to ourselves in the mirror yeah. and saying affirmations, saying our full name and saying, I love you. Like how profound is that? You know, yeah. just to tell yourself you love yourself and to repeat that, let's say five to 10 times while you look in the mirror and you look at yourself. About the time before this time, right? Before recently that you have taken the time to really introspect and tell yourself 
that you love yourself. Like, cause for me, it had been a really, really long time. And honestly, I, honestly, I don't even remember a time where I sat there, looked in a mirror and told myself, I love myself. Maybe like one time in school, like for like a dare thing or some <laughs> affirmation thing. Right. But like, it was so like minuscule in my like grand scheme of like my life. But taking the time to tell myself that I love myself has been very, very much helping my days and how I feel about myself and how confident I am in my word and in my in the way I move and everything, you know? Like, I just see a truer sense of myself when I, like, show that I can love myself because I feel like I can let my own guard to myself to an extent. Yeah. I kind of get what I'm saying. Um, definitely, though like it has been a very very big improvement in my life to see my like like me in myself my reflection right sorry in the mirror saying i love you you know i love you shreether that's just so powerful 100 percent. it's so powerful to me it actually makes me feel something like i feel the love really powerfully in my heart and i know you know we we both come from a background where we're spiritually connected. Uh, we're spiritually tapped in. And, you know, that's something that yes. guides us through life. I think that the main thing, just to speak to that a little bit, our main focus in life is to walk through life guided by our heart and not our heads. Because our heads and our minds will tell us a million things. And that's also where I believe the egotistic you know, uh, materialistic type of desires kind of come from even some of the hedonistic things. These are all right. things that come from the mind as opposed to the heart, because the right. heart is always leading with love. And so if we also lead with love, you know, and we walk through life with the open heart and with the intent to give, that will always work out for us. And the universe will always put us in the right rooms and the right places because, that's how the universe works. Everything is guided and governed by love. So if you're doing things out of true love and true passion for what you're doing, you will always be successful no matter what. The 1% improvement every day is that you don't have to boil the ocean in one day. You don't have to boil the whole ocean in one yeah. day. You have one pot. Boil, boil your pot, right? Let that evaporate then go get another pot and then do it one, one pot at a time. You don't have to boil the entire ocean all at once. So a lot of times, you know, we'll feel anxiety about something because we feel like we have to do everything all at once that we might be hit with 15 problems, but we feel like for some reason that we have to take care of everything right then and there that you have to do all of it at once. And that's truly what causes the anxiety. So reaffirming to yourself that all you have to do is get 1% better every single day. It makes it easier to actually improve yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great, bro. I think that's like, you have to hype yourself up, right? You have to work with yourself. You have to reason with yourself, especially when you're starting new habits you almost have to reason with yourself and your inner child. You have to parent yourself because yeah. sometimes. And you have to tell yourself that this is what I have to do. And even when you tell yourself a million times, you might not do what you told yourself you were going to do. And 
that also comes with self-care. It also comes with love. Like how much do you love yourself? It comes down to how much do you want your goal, right? All those things all come together. And that's, that's the pure outcome. 100%. I think the parenting thing is basically like, you have to be able to check yourself, right? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's really the key. And the best way to check yourself is to be the parent and say, I know you want that candy bar, but if you eat that candy bar, then we're going to be further away from our health goal and we won't be able to enjoy aging gracefully. We won't be able to still move around and run around with our grandkids even when we're 80 or 90 or 100 or beyond, right? Right. Yeah. I think longevity is key. Longevity is key and the best way to to live a long life is to live a healthy, fulfilled, happy life that's emotionally balanced where you're doing what you love every day. You're surrounded by people you, you love every day. Ray Dalio says what he looks for in life for fulfillment is meaningful work and meaningful relationships. That is very important. That's a great insight because – to me, meaningful work is work that feels like play. And meaningful relationships yeah. are relationships that are two-way streets where both of you think from an abundance perspective and you give from that perspective and you lead with an open heart. And you sincerely are there. You're sincerely there for that person. Right. I think, I think that's, yeah. that's really what we're looking for in life meaningful work and meaningful relationships. That's really what I'm looking for. And this is what I've learned. You know, it it might be different for other people, but that's something that I truly resonate with. And that's why I wanted to share it as well. You know, so the focus again to share for this week is getting 1% better every day. You know, the goal is that you actually self-actualize and become who you're supposed to become. Because what you don't want to do is die and then meet the person that you could have been and learn from them what a rich life they lived and compare it to the regret-filled life that you may have because you didn't chase your dreams and you right. didn't get there. In order to get there, you must get right. 1% better every day. And this is the case we're making to you this week. Once again, we're your hosts. We're the Shri Bros. I'm Shri. And I'm Shreeder. Thank you for joining us this week. And we're happy to elevate your minds and speak to your souls. Pilot Boys, Peace out. we out.